ever noticed that the more you learn, the more questions you have? If you feel like that, I guarantee you that you're continuing to learn and grow and improve yourself. I felt like this my entire career, and I know a lot of people that are way smarter than me feel the same way. The deeper that you dive into a subject, the more that you learn about something, you begin to grasp more the true complexity of the issue, and you start to realize that every answer that you find yields and leads to a new set of questions. And for those that continually like to learn, this is exciting. It's not a realization that you're doing all of this work and you're not getting anywhere. It's more realizing that there's so much that we need to learn and so much growth that can be made that it becomes exciting. You're always trying to figure out how do I understand or implement something, get better for myself, or even get better from a practitioner standpoint to help more athletes in the field of strength and conditioning, performance training, etc. So that's what I want to talk about in this episode. Embracing this fastness and understanding the things that we don't know, understanding our limitations, and how can we use this to push us in the right direction to achieve new heights, new knowledge, and just more information that we can use and apply to our situations. And this goes both for whether you're an athlete striving to perform your absolute best and elevate your performance, or you're a practitioner, a coach, someone in the field that is working with a lot of athletes to help you to level up and provide the best possible care. This is a great topic. You won't want to miss this one. Welcome to the HNL Movement Podcast, where everything is geared to leveling up your performance in activities, sports, and life. Join me in my professional journey as I share my knowledge and experiences while also learning from professionals, colleagues, clients, and you with one goal in mind, how to optimize human performance. This is the right place to learn how a multidimensional approach will sustain the performance and lifestyle you desire. Welcome back everyone to the HNL Movement Podcast. For all of my new listeners, you're in the right place to hear about all of these topics, strategies, guest interviews, conversations that deal with leveling up and optimizing your performance. For all of my returning listeners, thank you for tuning in for another episode. I appreciate everyone tuning in week after week. And of course, for everyone out there, if you haven't heard some of the previous episodes, go check out the past library of episodes on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. And for the amazing guests who've come on and shared their stories, you can see some of the video highlight clips up on my YouTube channel of the guest interviews that matches some of the audio that you've been listening to. And for all of these episodes, there's been a lot of great gems, a lot of stories, experiences, things that we can relate to, things that we can apply along our own journey and our path to improve our performance. And I hope that's where you're getting a lot of value and benefit from these episodes. If you're finding it valuable, be sure to share it with anybody who's looking to elevate their performance, coaches, teammates, colleagues, friends, family. That's really what it's about, trying to get a community for everyone to level up and optimize their performance, whether you're trying to level up in sports, health, lifestyle or just improving and trying to do more and leveling up from what you could do a few months ago in addition to this podcast you can check out a lot of other free content across my social media channels you can find me at hnl movement and also on my website as well and my website you can find it at hnlmovement.com with all of that let's jump into today's episode and it's all about how do you constantly improve and everything's evolving so rapidly Not only with technology period and AI coming out and advancing at a rapid pace, but also in the fields of health, 
sports medicine, strength and conditioning, sports performance, all of these areas, you're starting to see leaps and bounds, faster and faster progress, whether that's from a research standpoint, whether that's from what we're doing clinically to help athletes perform their best, or even how we're advancing techniques, concepts, strategies, you're seeing everything continue to grow. And I think that's what makes it exciting for me as a practitioner in this industry of health, fitness, sports performance, that there's always things to learn. And I wanna emphasize here, I'm gonna kind of parallel this episode because this is both coming from an athlete standpoint and also from a practitioner standpoint or coach standpoint. You constantly have to keep up with the times, evolve, learn, and get better at your craft, whether you are an athlete or you're a clinician. Everyone needs to constantly improve. And the first thing that I wanna mention is that, you know, everyone's heard of the Dunning-Kruger effect. And I feel like, especially early on in your career, or even sometimes mid-career, when you've got some experience under your belt, but you haven't been exposed to other areas, especially areas outside of your comfort zone, it's very easy to get overly confident about the knowledge that you know, and not realize all of the things that you don't know, what's out there, things that will make you better, things that we can look into to understand our craft a little bit more, things that we can actually apply to ourselves or the athletes that we're working with that will help you to get more and more benefit. I'll be the first one to say, the more advanced that I get in my career, the more questions I have, the more things I realize I don't know, and it's impossible for someone to know everything. If you think about all of the things, even in your specialized field, you cannot know everything. And for those of you that think you know everything, I think that's where you're falling into that trap of the Dunning-Kruger effect. So the Dunning-Kruger effect is a cognitive bias where people with low ability or expertise, they tend to overestimate their ability or knowledge or competence. They're overly confident compared to their knowledge and experience. And I think on the flip side, you know, both extremes, you don't wanna get caught at the extremes. You wanna be somewhere in the happy medium. But the other extreme, completely opposite of Dunning-Kruger effect is imposter syndrome, right? When you feel like you're underestimating or you don't feel like you know enough, you feel unqualified, incompetent, when you actually have some good knowledge, skill sets, and experiences, but you tend to underestimate your ability. So again, you don't wanna be on either side of those extremes, but you wanna find that happy medium. I think the bottom line here is that when you think you know everything, you already set your ceiling and set a limit on how much you can improve. Because again, you don't realize all of the things that you don't know, the things that you haven't been exposed to, and you're not even looking to understand things more in depth. You're not looking to open up that door and realize that you have a lot more questions to better grasp concepts, strategies, skill sets, techniques, whatever it might be. Honestly, I can share some personal insights. I think part of the reason why I'm so interested in learning, besides the point that it's exciting, is I always feel like I underestimate how much I actually know, how much knowledge I have, the experiences that I've gained. And because of that, I really realized how much out there I don't know when it comes to the whole spectrum of sports performance or athletic performance or human performance. There's so many things and through the years I've kind of navigated and gone through diving in about this topic and learning more and more about this topic and that's really interesting for me. But I will say the more that I learned about certain topics, whether that was sports medicine, athletic training things, whether it was nutrition things, whether that was strength and conditioning things, whether that's pursuing my PhD in biomechanics, biomechanics things, the more that I dove into something, 
the more questions that I ended up having because I'm exposed and I start to see the complexity of things. And this really helps me to carry over thought process, philosophy into all of these areas that I try to meld together whenever I'm practicing as a clinician. So that leads me into my next point that whatever you're doing, if you're an athlete, if you're a clinician, it's a lifelong commitment to learning. And when you have that, I think again, you lift that ceiling that you have for yourself. It's just constantly trying to improve in a healthy way. You wanna just have that hunger, that drive to learn more. And because of that, you're really open-minded. You're trying to incorporate up-to-date philosophies. You're trying to find out how can you improve on what you've been doing even months ago? How can I improve on what I've been doing a few months ago? And I think when you start to do that, you start to see how much progress you can actually make in both the short-term and the long-term. I think for me personally, just because I like learning, I like to put it on myself to understand things better, figure out concepts better. This has helped me to just make it a habit almost. Throughout the years, every year, I'm trying to learn and pick up new things that will add to my skill set. And I'm always looking for how industries and how things are evolving, keeping up with the times. And I think that's something, I've said this over and over, I remind myself constantly that if I lose that, I'm probably close to the end of my career, probably ready to hang it up and retire. But as long as I have that drive to constantly keep evolving, learning, I can't know everything again, but just having that drive and hunger to improve myself, I think that's what keeps it exciting. And that also keeps you on your toes to become a better practitioner, athlete, coach, whatever you're doing. Again, no one can know everything. I've said it on this podcast before with guests. I think if I even know about 1% of everything that there is out there, then you know a lot. I don't even think I know that much. There's so many things that when it comes to all of the things that we need to learn that deals with human performance, you can't know everything. And realizing that, again, that puts you in a place that you're willing and able to grow and learn. Now, I get that that can be stressful to some, but really it's stepping back and taking on a mindset. I really just try to learn a little bit every day. And it's more about the consistency and frequency of continuing to learn than trying to cram everything that you can in a short amount of time. Because again, things are always evolving. So you have to keep up with the times and just go at your pace to constantly get better and learn. So really it's just taking that step back and just trying to get 1% better every day. If I can do that, get 1% better every day, then that helps me to keep up with the times, figure out how I can incorporate more things and just improve along the way. I think also having this type of mindset that I've learned not only from myself, but learn from my athletes, learn from people that I work with, learn from people who I think have really implemented continual learning throughout their career. I've seen how this getting 1% better every day has really helped to make a lot of improvement and progress over the long run. I think for me personally too, having this type of approach, it really doesn't make me afraid of not knowing things. It's more again reinforcing the perspective that there's so much out there that I can work towards and learn. So in other words, instead of being afraid of not knowing things, it's more of a positive flip on there's so much excitement with things that I can learn. And with that approach or that mindset, it really helps me to step outside of my comfort zone at times and just try to be a sponge. I don't care if I've had a lot of experience in this area or if I'm in a situation teaching students, I like to try to push my boundaries into that region of things that I don't know. 
Because again, it's just reminding myself, no matter what position or situation I'm in, there's always things that I don't know. And by stepping outside of my comfort zone, I am going to start to learn about the things that I don't know. And I'm also gonna start to learn about the things that I need to learn. And kind of building off of that perspective, I've come to see throughout my career, not only with myself, but with other people too that I've worked closely with, a lot can change in about six months or a year. If you fully dedicate yourself to learning something, yeah, you're not gonna learn everything in a year, but you're gonna get a lot more ahead if you really stay diligent and be open to learning. And again, not have that Dunning-Kruger effect kind of mindset that you think you have all the knowledge. If you really just backtrack a little bit and realize how much things you don't know and you keep that mindset and put in work to actually learning things, a lot of things can change in a year's time. You'll learn a lot more than if you are overly confident and really limit yourself by thinking that you know and you have all of the information. So again, I just think that having that willingness, that eagerness to learn and really stay consistent at it that will help you to learn so much more, but also it will open up your perspective to see all of the other exciting things that you can learn and all of the things that you don't know out there. So if you start to do that, I just think that you'll realize how much you can improve if you stick with it. Now, I know I went a little bit off tangent, but let's bring this back into athletic performance. So this is so important. If you're an athlete, there's always things that you have to learn. Don't think that you got to that level and you made it and there's nothing that you can learn, whether that's sports specific skills, whether that's how to train, whether that's recovery, whether that's taking care of your body, whether that's learning about how you're moving, the list can go on and on. There's all these things that you can do to continually learn how to improve your athletic performance. And I think some of the top athletes, if you look at every professional sport, there's always top athletes who have evolved throughout the years to incorporate some of these things, incorporate strategies and knowledge. They constantly try to learn and improve their craft. I think that's really key when it comes to staying on top of your game. And also from the clinician side, a lot of the clinicians that have evolved with the times, learned along the way, incorporated and stayed up to date with strategies, philosophies, practices, they're the ones that are working with the top level athletes too. So there's this constant theme of continuing to learn, grow and evolve with the times that is crucial for athletic performance. For me, I'll speak more about the clinician side. There's always things coming out. And I see it through continuing education events. I see it through conventions. I hear it from colleagues, but it's just constantly keeping your eyes and ears open to some of the new developments, the evolution of the field, what types of things you can incorporate into your practice. And I encourage all of the practitioners out there, coaches, clinicians, to try to keep your eyes and ears open and figure out how can we help athletes more? Because some of this is just having and being exposed to the right knowledge and resources that can help you to evolve with the times. And the bottom line is that when we all do this as athletes, as clinicians, we are collectively trying to elevate the world of sports, athletic performance, and human performance. So that's the main message today. And I just wanted to leave off with some strategies for continuing to learn. And I think for me personally, I know everyone has a different approach to this, but really practical tips that I can give to everyone, whether you're an athlete, whether you're a clinician, is just trying to surround yourself with motivated, like-minded individuals and people that have this similar growth mindset. 
They want to learn. They want to evolve. They know what they're doing now is effective. They're confident in it, but also they know that it can be improved. They're not so closed-minded. They're not shut off to understanding and learning the things that they don't know. Because when we start to dive in and learn more, again, it's going to foster more curiosity, more questions, and we're going to start to realize all the things that we don't know that might be beneficial to improving overall performance. And when we can do that, you are going to have a network of people all thinking on the same page. You're going to be excited to evolve and stay up to date with all of the new innovative techniques, practices, research. All of that, again, helps us to continually improve. And when that becomes the norm, I think you'll realize how many of the things that you're excited to learn about and how many of the things that we don't know. And again, the take home message here is that that really lifts our ceiling, expands our potential to learn about the things that will help us to improve and get better at what we're doing. So for everyone out there listening to this episode, I encourage you to constantly learn what new things are out there. And again, get a network of people that are very like-minded that will help you to reach your goals, but will help you to find the most innovative ways and stay up to date with the ways that you're training, the way that you're trying to improve, train for sport, help you to really elevate your performance and really help you to use the knowledge, the resources, the experiences that you have to really help you to be the best that you can be. And again, this goes for both if you're an athlete, if you're a clinician, if you're a coach, if you're a practitioner, there's so many things that we can do to help to all collectively elevate this field of athletic performance and human performance. And I think that's what it's about. Things are going to start to evolve more rapidly with technology and how we're doing everything. So just do your part and help yourself and others around you to do the same. So that is all that I have today. This was not so training related, but it does relate to training aspects as well. And for all of you out there, check out all of my other free content and resources. You can listen to all of the previous library of episodes on any of your favorite podcasting platforms. And also be sure to check out, follow me on all of my social media platforms. Everything across the board can be found at HNL Movement. Also check out my website for more resources at hnlmovement.com. Other than that, I encourage everyone to figure out how you can learn more, train smarter, and really start to elevate your performance. Keep doing all of the things that you're doing. I know you listeners out there are listening to these episodes because you have a passion for trying to get better and improve. And today's topic fits very in line with trying to optimize your performance. So keep doing what you're doing. Again, I release episodes every Tuesday. So until then, have a great rest of your week, everyone. Keep figuring out how you can learn more every single day and get 1% better. And other than that, I will be back here same time, same place next week. Until then, have a great rest of your week, everyone. Aloha. Thank you.